just for you I got all this loving but I just want you Hi, welcome to Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. And today we are talking about episodes uh, 12 and 13 from season one of Supernatural. Um, We uh, wanted to go over the plot a little bit first before diving into Desiel. And um, since I'm the one who's seen all of uh, seasons one through three, I will be going into that. Um, uh, So season, episode, episode 12 is called Faith, uh, for good reason, Um, because it's about... uh, really the first time that we see either of the boys deal with their own mortality in a very real way. Um, Dean, uh, we start off with Sam and Dean. Um, they're going after what's called a raw head. Um, and, uh, it's some abandoned building and they have, uh, you know, they save a couple of kids and then the raw head is around and, uh, the way to kill a raw head is to electrify it. Um, and so they've got tasers and, uh, Dean mentions that he set them to a hundred thousand volts, uh, which is double the amount that a normal taser is set to just for the record. Um, and (laughs) so (laughs) that's, that's pretty high. And he, uh, hits the raw head, but they're both standing in a puddle of water in this abandoned house basement. So Dean gets electrocuted as well. Obviously that's a massive shock to his system. And he ends up in the hospital and the doctor says that there's nothing that can be done. He had a massive heart attack and he's going to die. And Sam is just sort of like, as we all know from future seasons, (laughs) neither of them are going to accept either one of them being on death's door. It's just, it, they, they're not going to accept it. So Sam starts searching and finds a faith healer. And uh, they go to this faith healer. And Dean is sort of like, man, this is bullshit. Like, this is not, what, this, is, this isn't real. This isn't, this isn't something that can actually happen, which is hilarious because they deal with the supernatural every day. But it's also but, very Dean in a way. Because, oh, yeah. it's so Dean. <laughs> it's so Dean. Um, and so uh, the first time that they're there, the faith healer chooses Dean to heal. And it works. But... Dean, as he's being healed, sees this old creepy guy in a suit, um, which we later find out is a reaper. And it turns out uh, that someone else in town was killed the same way that Dean would have died at the same time that Dean was healed. So Dean obviously is like, okay, something hinky is going on and I'm not okay with it. We're going to figure this out. Meanwhile, there is uh, a girl who is dying and uh, her name is Layla. 
um, and they sort of connect. Um, and uh, a bunch of stuff happens. I'm just going to try to summarize this as quickly as possible um, and say that uh, Dean and Sam figure out that the Reaper is involved and that someone has basically harnessed the Reaper to do their bidding. And they think that it's the Faith Healer. Um, but they realize at some point that it's not the Faith Healer because the Faith Healer stops what he's doing um, and the Reaper's still going after someone. Um, and so Dean figures out that it is actually the Faith Healer's wife um who a long time ago back when the faith healer had started doing the faith healing thing this started because he went blind and had some malady um and uh <sighs> he was going to die and then just miraculously healed and turns out that the wife was sort of like Sam and wasn't going to accept that her husband was going to die. So she is now using the Reaper to heal these people and then take out uh, vengeance on people she thinks are immoral. Uh, there's someone who was preaching and not preaching, but um, outside of the faith healer tent saying that, you know, this is a scam. There's, uh, you know, a, a teacher who came out as uh, gay, um, so on and so forth. And, um, and so when she realizes that Dean is trying to stop her, and has figured out what she's doing next time that the faith healer is uh, healing someone, she sends the reaper after Dean. Um, and Sam has to figure out, you know, destroy an altar. Um, and that doesn't work. And she's got a, uh, a necklace with a pendant around her neck. Um, and he takes that and throws it down and breaks it. And suddenly the Reaper is free and the Reaper immediately goes after her. Um, unfortunately, the person that the faith healer was healing was going to heal at the time was Layla. And... <laughs> So she doesn't get, of course, right? Obviously. Um, and so she doesn't get healed. And uh, she comes by the motel at the end of the episode to say goodbye. And um, there's this really great moment where Dean says he doesn't much believe in prayer or faith or any of that stuff but he will be praying for her and she says well that is a miracle in and of itself basically yeah kind of lots of foreshadowing if you ask me <laughs> oh yeah and it's kind of funny because I don't know how much of it was intentional foreshadowing you know and this is supernatural probably nothing was intentional <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and um so that's that's uh episode 12 faith um episode 13 route 666 um i'm not going to get much into the plot <laughs> because the plot doesn't really matter to our discussion today um, but this is the racist killer truck, um, 
Dean gets a call from an old friend, he says. Um, and there's there's a funny moment where Sam's sort of like, what does that mean? He's like, a friend that's not new. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but, uh, and uh, they go to, I think it's somewhere in Georgia, somewhere in the South, obviously. Um, and uh, there is this old friend who is Cassie. Um, Yes. Uh, Her dad was killed, um, run off the road. His car was destroyed, but there's only one set of tracks. And it turns out that Cassie is an old girlfriend. um, And this is like the one serious relationship that Dean has ever had in his entire higher life and it was serious enough that he actually told her what the Winchester family business was and she freaked out on him of course when he told her that and basically kicked him out of her life but then this happened and she was like huh this seems weird maybe Dean knows what's going on. Um, and, uh, and she didn't yeah. know <laughs> what was yeah. going on in the end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They were able to figure it out. It was a truck possessed. They, they compare it to Davy Jones. Um, and, uh, talk about, uh, how like the car the the ghost uh possessed the car basically um and yeah it's a weird one guys <laughs> <laughs> i think we're all uh, well aware of that but but the cassie stuff i mean her name is cassie for god's sake yeah, this is just when I f- first heard about that, I was like, "That that could that's not possible." Like, <laughs> especially especially if you think about that about uh, the thing uh, the fact that later on I don't remember in which season, but I think it's Crowley who calls Castiel Cassie. Yes, <laughs> it just I mean it, it happens at least twice. So yes, it's I'm, just oh mind-boggling yeah uh, especially uh, because uh well if the character was named cassie and castiel came on later okay they couldn't have foreseen that let's say yeah. that way but they exactly. already had a cassie who was dean's love interest and then mm-hmm. they had another character referred to castiel as cassie so yeah yeah <laughs> think yeah. about that Which... whatever you want <laughs> Yeah, well, and I'm sure that by the time that they had Crowley call him Cassie, uh, that they had completely forgotten about the character of Cassie in season one, because this is the supernatural writers we're talking about, but (laughs) the fandom didn't forget. I mean, oh, yeah. But don't they have like people working on continuity there? <laughs> That's you would the hope I so. Oh. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this, they this save Cassie. Yeah, yeah. Cassie ends up being one of the people that the truck goes after. They save her. There's the sex scene. Yeah, and it looks like. Um, like they might get get together again, but yeah. then in the end, uh, Cassie says, uh, and I think I remember this right, that uh, she's a realist, so meaning that yeah. it wouldn't work out between them. Yeah, and Dean is kind of yeah heartbroken about that, but he also understands at the yeah. same time. Like he's not he's not he doesn't hold it against her this time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's episode 13, Route 666.
So should we get into themes? Let's get into the themes. Um, I think the most obvious theme, at least in the first one, probably a little bit in the second one as well, is uh, the title of the first one, Faith. Yeah. I think the the thing that the like single line uh, that really struck me in faith, which I think is like a great way of looking supernatural. And honestly, I think everything in supernatural revolves kind of around that uh, is when the mother of what was her name? The the girl who was also Layla. Layla, Yeah. Uh, When Layla's mother uh, tells Dean, why do you deserve to live more than my daughter? After Dean yes. has been healed, but Layla uh, wasn't healed because of because of Dean, basically. Yes. Uh, yes. And I think that's something that um, really uh, kind of went under my skin personally, and also under Dean's skin because I think that's something Dean ha- has. I'm, he will struggle in the uh, forever. Uh, yeah, forever in the next seasons. And yeah. um, because we are talking about Destiel here, the thing that uh, uh, came to my mind like instantly after hearing that line was uh, when Castiel, um, uh, when Castiel tells Dean, what's the matter? Don't you uh, believe you deserve to be saved or something yep, like that? Exactly. Yeah, along the lines, because it's kind of like continuation of that theme from exactly. uh, season one. Uh, yeah. Um, I think miracles is also another theme. Um, yeah. the, uh, I mean, like right away in the very beginning, the doctor, when he's at the hospital, the doctor, and he's explaining to Sam what happened. He's just like, I can't work miracles. And then, and then we end the episode with uh, with Layla saying the the well, that's a miracle right there about Dean praying. So it's kind of bookmarked in there. Yeah, it's also kind of interesting now thinking about it that they kind of Layla and. Uh, Dean, they kind of mirror parallel each other in terms that the last thing Layla says says to him is that she is at peace with dying, which is yep. kind of sort of how how Dean started out in the episode. Like he he yep. was kind he had made peace that he was gonna go. It was yeah. Sam who uh, yes. wasn't okay with that. Yeah, so they kind of switch places, I guess, and see. Yeah. How Layla is the one who was the believer and religious or whatever. Uh, so Dean kind of took her place, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's the whole theme of um, what's dead should stay dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Or and but it's like to a lesser degree, because because no one actually like comes back to life yet in this episode. It's more of just like what is dying should die. What the natural course of things should play out. Otherwise, you're yeah. you're fucking you're fucking with God basically. Yeah, that's very interesting. If you compare that with the episode where Dean becomes deaf yeah. for a bit and he totally refuses to kill this kid, yep. to whip him or her, I don't remember. Um, so, yeah, there is uh, a lot has changed. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, what I was saying about, like, you know, this this idea of of the natural course of things should stay the way it is by the end of things i mean they're taking on god yeah 
that's not the natural course of things. <laughs> Definitely not. Also, like coming back to life like three or four times isn't that either. So uh, I don't even yeah. know how many times they have died. So, yeah, someone's done the math on that, but, but I, think, I don't know what it is. I think it's only natural because at this point, uh, Dean doesn't know that there's there are angels or that, yeah. that there is a god, so he only knows what he has seen. <laughs> you <know>? Yes, yes. <laughs> I believe that's like a quote from one of the episodes we will talk about probably next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and um so this it's natural that he uh i think yeah the, when time passes and he sees more things he, he reevaluates a lot of stuff i guess yeah so there's i'm not sure what the theme is for this but i feel like this is so important to destiel um there's there's the point where Dean is they figured out that something hinky is going on and Dean is basically uh interrogating or interviewing the faith healer um and he says why me basically and the faith healer says the lord guides me i looked into your heart and you just stood out from all the rest and Dean's sort of like, well, what did you see in my heart? And the faith healer says, a young man with an important purpose, a job to do, and it isn't finished. And that, I mean, even just starting with the first couple of episodes that Cass is in, Cass is immediately like, you are an important person. You have a job to do. Yeah. And and you have to wonder, I mean, obviously when this was this episode was being written, the chances that they knew what was going to happen in season four and season five are very low. But you have to wonder from a fandom point of view, if that faith healer, somehow did actually have some sort of something to be able to see that Dean actually did have a purpose, that he was Michael's vessel, that he was the righteous man, and so on. Yeah, I guess that's obviously that there was not, not in the cards at that point because it wasn't written. But at the same time, uh, here we are talking about everything together are 15 seasons so we exactly can assume and say that yes he saw that dean was special um because uh i still i'm still only on season 12 at the moment uh and uh, so i'd require your input here but i think mm -hmm. uh, if we if uh if i got the spoilers right and everything was written by the god uh so um, and if uh, the Reaper was kind of connected with, I mean, is kind is connected to death, and like is a person between death and uh, dead and the living, so he should have been able to recognize yeah. this. Yeah, but the thing is, the Reaper isn't connected to the Faith Healer. The Reaper is just connected to the wife. He won't yeah. Oh, you're right. So, um, right. Oh, you know what? What's really clever now that I, I, yeah, now that I have understood this better, that the man is blind because if he yes. had been blind, he would have seen the Reaper. That's really clever. Okay. Yes. Okay, Kripke. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um. My, I thought this, that they are, they were doing this for like aesthetic purposes, like something like it. Yeah, this this doesn't have yeah, anything to do with anything, but I just really uh, this. I really appreciate uh, the use of "Don't fear the Reaper" in this episode. 
um, which is the song that's playing uh, the first time we see the Reaper chasing someone down. It's just, I mean, it's a classic song. And obviously it it's kind of ironic in the uh, moment that it's playing because the Reaper is chasing someone down to kill them. So don't fear the Reaper, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> but yeah, especially early seasons of uh, Supernatural, the use of music is fantastic. I still, I still don't understand why they changed the uh, the visuals of the show so much because um, yeah, you, people who are listening to this, you have probably already figured out that I haven't seen the first three seasons. I only started from season four, but I'm gonna go back and watch the first three. I just needed motivation to get into that, and Castiel was my <laughs> motivation. So please don't judge. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I mean, the fourth and fifth season, look-wise, they were not bad. They were good. But the the earlier episodes I have seen have this, like, very grunge feel to it. And I enjoy it a lot uh, visually. It's kind of an Americana look. Yeah. And it is epic. I, I love it a lot. I I don't know why they switched to these oversaturated reddish tones later in, in the show. Um I personally don't enjoy them as much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's a. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here, and there's there's a point where Sam even says, go, building on the theme of, uh, you know, things have to play out naturally. Um, Sam says to uh, the wife, you can't play God. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Ah, ah. Hilarious. I mean, especially, especially let's, I mean, let's take into consideration the character who is not in this episode that we all love, Castiel, (laughs) who in season seven, what does he do? right there at the beginning (laughs) yeah he plays god Uh, of course it doesn't turn out well for him but yeah i mean let alone even if there was no castiel oh my god that's like very bad (laughs) if there was no castiel sam was lucifer's vessel so yes (laughs) and dean was michael's yeah. Yeah. Um, and then with the miracles and faith, um, when uh, Layla is there at the end uh, in the motel, she says, I guess if you're going to have faith, you can't just have it when the miracles happen. You have to have it when they don't. Which is something I think Dean struggles with specifically Dean throughout the entire show I think it's also very understandable because Dean is kind of I mean he is Michael's vessel so he is like on on the good side of things whereas uh, Sam is this freak kid who drank the demon blood and he already like he is already kind of at his low point. Like, it can't get worse. It, yeah. You know, because he is the freak. He's, so he, he has nothing else left except to hope. Whereas in Dean's case, he could still, like, things could still go, go worse for him in terms yeah. of, like, he isn't, like, he doesn't have this innate badness or, like, devil or whatever evilness in him like Sam but he has all this responsibility that kind of comes with being the good guy yeah and being like the righteous man so I guess he that's kind of ties in why he struggles with 
with belief because for him it must be hard to accept that he because he let's say he hates himself <laughs> so to, oh, yeah. To, yeah so to, when when he hates himself to accept that he is like the good guy you know yeah uh who has so much hate for himself and uh, the guy who is supposed to do good things and good deeds that's hard for him uh yeah uh, also, yeah. uh, what you said before I started speaking, uh, I think that also kind of goes together with uh, uh, about Leila's um, about Leila saying that uh, you should have faith when things go bad. It kind of goes with Castiel saying uh, that uh, uh, what was the quote that uh, good things do happen. Do happen. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the, uh, the way he's saying that is sort of saying like, yeah, shit sucks. And, you know, there is crap that happens all the time. But every now and again, good things do happen. So, yeah, it's it's the same sentiment there. Should we get into Route 666? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what themes we really have in that uh, episode. It's just it's just mainly Cassie and the parallels that we have between Cassie and Castiel. The name, obviously. There's yeah. also um, Sam. Sam at one point is like he's he's being the younger brother obviously and he's and he's sort of like you know you never look at each other at the same time and how many gif sets are there out there of Dean and Cass just missing each other as they look at each other yeah and you know and let's pretend we don't know why that happens because uh, somebody's foot is on somebody's body part when they are filming. But like <laughs> apart from that, <laughs> yeah, you, you are you are totally right. But yeah. also, they they gaze at each other all the time, so I don't know. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's it's a bit of both with with Cass with Cass, but with Cassie. It's definitely, uh, I think, I think the reason why it's different is because Castiel ends up becoming a best friend as well. And Cassie's just a romantic interest. That's true. Yeah. Um, there's also, I don't even remember. I didn't write it down, which was probably dumb of me, but, uh, Sam says something that like gets to Dean about Cassie. It might have been the thing about never looking at each other at the same time. And and Dean's response is just get in the car, which is a direct parallel to episode 200 fan fiction where where Sam is coming up with all of these different ship names and yeah. Dean is like get in the car I'm going to make this worse because I don't think you remember this right uh, the the uh, discussion they are having before before Dean oh, says that okay. is that uh, he kind of prized it out of same kind of prized it out of Dean because it is Dean doesn't want to admit that he was actually in love with Cassie. Oh yes <laughs> even better and he's like oh you are in love but you dumped dumped her and then there's a pause and Sam Sam's just uh, saying no actually she dumped you and then <laughs> that's followed by getting the car that's right that's right yep Oh man. And then um uh the the sex scene is beautiful. I love that. It's I wanna say it's a, I, I don't know if there are any sex scenes from starting from season four towards twelve. I don't I honestly don't remember any except human There's cast the one... and the woman. 
the Amazon April or something. Oh, there's there's one with Dean and the uh, Amazon that he ends up having a child right. with. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that that traumatized me so much. I even forgot, <laughs> <laughs> for, forgot about the entire, I mean, fun part of the episode. So. And there's the one with Anna in the car. Oh, okay, right. The, you the can't is, forget about that one is, where she puts her hand over the handprint we'll talk about that more folks that's, that's when like, we get okay. there it's, it's a ripoff <laughs> of titanic that's what i'm gonna say and just end it there <laughs> um but and yeah, then, this one kind of was good well well made i had to yes like, in comparison yes. to other ones because yes we, well and it's it's one of the many uh examples when it comes to Dean's sex scenes, um, where we we see a glimpse of what could be construed as bottom Dean, which <laughs> I don't know about you, oh, but yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go all out all in here. Same. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there there is this submissive part to Dean, and I guess we have to talk about that <laughs> throughout this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, true. Yes, because even even outside of the bedroom, there is submissive stuff between him and Cass. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk more about it when Cass shows up. Like, oh, God, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, when he's gonna, when he escapes to go say yes to Michael, and oh, then yeah. Cash shows up and beats the hell out of him. Oh, God. Uh, wasn't that the scene where Jensen said he doesn't, didn't need a double? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Jensen, I hope you you will never listen to this episode. Oh, anyway. my God. Please don't. <laughs> uh, but, what, but honestly, what stands out about that Cassie Dean sex scene isn't even the sex scene. It's that they actually have, like, pillow talk after, which, like, never happened. Yes. Yes, it's so cute. It is cute. It's, um, and then at the end of the episode, Sam asks Dean, "Is it worth it?" And he doesn't expand on what the hell he's talking about, but the implication is that he's talking about the job, the family business. Is yeah. it worth it to keep doing that? And give up what could be a normal, happy life with someone as great as Cassie. And that, again, is something that is brought up time and again. I'm thinking specifically of, uh, I don't remember what season it is. Maybe season 11. Um, the baby episode where uh, they're sitting in the car and Sam asks about like, would you ever consider settling down with maybe a fellow hunter or something like that? Yeah. There's, there's also this scene, I think after that, some, I'm also sometimes uh, somewhere season 11, where he meets these um, two hunters who are hunting. I the don't gay know hunters? Yes. Yes. And Dean is like, after the initial shock of finding out that they are actually together, he is like, what is it like to be together or married to a hunter? Yeah. So there is, yeah, a nice little window into Dean's head, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with all of that, how this affects the fandom, obviously the fandom... Oh, uh, actually, before, before oh, yes. we start that, I had another, okay. another thing in my notes here. Um, yes. Uh, I think that like the, the biggest theme here, the biggest thing for, for, for Dean in uh, episode 13 is that, for me, I mean, looking, watching episode 13 of season one after having watched up to season 12, 
Dean mm-hmm. is very different to me. And uh, I, I would say he's he is in terms like more aggressive, but like towards outside world and not yet so aggressive towards himself. I don't know how else to exp- express this. And also he is kind of like more open in he is not that closed off. For example, talking with Cassie and he can like openly talk about his feelings to yeah. some degree, which is, um, which actually, because I read this post, I don't remember who it, it was by, uh, by, but uh, the point was, uh, the point this person was making is that actually Cassie was like very important to Dean. And after she kind of dumped him, for the second time, a lot of things changed for Dean. I don't know if that is the point where he became more closed off or not, but I get, I think it had some influence. And also what uh, what's really another parallel for me, like a big one, is that Cassie, as you said, is the first person Dean uh, tells about his family business, which <laughs> goes hand in hand with Castiel, for Castiel, Dean being the first person, he tells his secret about having doubts, which is yeah. like these are the two, two big secrets for D- Dean's big secret versus Castiel's big secret. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So well, and and also there's there's also confiding in Cassie, and then later on, and I don't know if he would have gotten to this point yet, but. Uh, I think the first time that it happens, you've met Claire, right? Yeah, I love her. Okay, <laughs> so so the first, for, I'm pretty sure it's the first Claire episode. Um, there's there's a discussion where um, between Cass and Dean, where Cass is sort of like, "How are you?" and Dean sort of brushes him off at first, and then Cass just gives him this look, and then Dean tells him. Ex- actually the truth how he is and that happens a couple more times after that and he has he ever done that with sam ever in all 15 seasons i don't think so no yeah i kind of yeah it's it's very interesting because they there are these yeah the the trust they have kind of it develops over the years obviously but i do honestly think that it comes from that singular scene except from like castiel dragging him out of hell but because like castiel decides to trust him or with his like big secret and it kind of makes dean trust him back i guess yeah and for the record, I'm not saying that that Dean doesn't ever tell Sam how he's actually feeling. I'm saying that when Sam asks him how he's feeling, Dean doesn't tell the truth. And he maybe he'll never do that. Yeah, because yeah. simply because he's a he's a, a more of a parent to Sam than yes. You know? So there is always this thing that he doesn't want to burden his kid so to say with yeah. his problems you know so there is this aspect of that so he will always pretend i, I think i i can kind of understand that i mean it's... yeah and listeners if you can come up with an example of dean of sam asking how C- dean's doing and dean telling the truth genuinely telling the truth please share it with us because I would love to see it. Um, so that's a, that's a, the challenge right there for you guys. <laughs> um, so, okay. How these episodes affect the fandom. Um, I don't know that faith has that big of an effect on the fandom um, other than just like the parallels and the themes that are just there that are always there in the show. Um, But uh, Cassie definitely has an effect on the fandom. I mean, I cannot tell you how many GIF sets I've seen of people paralleling Cassie and Cass. Yeah. What are your thoughts? 
I think the same. I agree with you. Um, uh, I think most people love Cassie also because she's kind of like a badass who will. Oh yeah. Not... Yeah. Um, I I think that there's a sort of unspoken. Maybe it's spoken, and I just haven't seen it. But I I think there's uh, an uh, a belief among a lot of Dean fans that uh, at the end of season five, Dean should have like like the the going home tour and everything with with Lisa and everything, all of that stuff with Lisa. It should have been Cassie. Yeah, but Cassie, I I kind of I don't know when Dean and Lisa met because I haven't seen that. For me, it's just like he went. I always assumed they had like a long running relationship, and then I found out that they had like one night stand or something, and that's yeah. the woman he went to like spend rest of his life with, which is yeah weird from my perspective. Oh, it's um, very weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, kind of, you know, the, the thing that bugs me about Cassie is that in the end, she doesn't choose, she, she didn't choose Dean. So that's, that's, I mean, she, that's like also like a major difference between Cassie and Castiel. Because, yes. yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I don't see really Dean going back to, I, I see Dean going back to Cassie, but I don't see see Cassie kind of accepting Dean coming back to her. So, yeah. I don't know. But they could have they could have written it. They could have gotten away with it. They could have made some excuse. It it was possible. It it it's true that it doesn't quite make sense, but she would have been a better option than Lisa and don't get me wrong I genuinely like Lisa as a character but it doesn't make sense for Dean to go live with her the only reason why it makes any sort of sense is because there's a part of him that doubts her when she said Ben, Ben, Ben is his name. Uh, when she says that Ben is not his, there's a part of him that doubts her. That's the only reason why it makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I'll trust you on that. So <laughs> I really love Ben, and I love seeing. Uh, I just genuinely like seeing Dean with kids, and Dean with yes. Ben is also very nice. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, speaking of like Dean with kids, there was that moment at the beginning of faith with the kids that i mean it was it was just uh, one of those great moments of dad dean that i love yeah. oh so do we have anything else to talk about no i don't have any more notes okay fantastic <laughs> so um i do not have my list of what the next episodes are up let me pull that up oh and by the way if you're listening to this and you wanted to uh us to mention uh something specific if you if you were watching this show when it aired uh originally because i don't think either of us were live watchers <laughs> is that even a word uh we're watching live when when season was was airing Season one was a ring. Were you watching live, Nora? No, no, I didn't start watching live until season eight. So if there is there was something specific uh, in fandom going on at that point that you would like to point out, uh, you can uh, tweet us or uh, Instagram us at uh, Hella Radio. Yes, please do that. Um, so next episode on Heller Radio, we will be talking about season two and two episodes from that episode 13 and episode 20, Houses of the Holy and What Is and What Should Never Be. And if you have, uh, again, anything that you would like us to talk about, please 
And then after that, we're going to skip season three and go straight into season four because there's not much in season three. It was a short season, guys. It was 2008. The writer's strike kind of <laughs> messed things up. Which um, was a very good decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it gave us it gave us Destiel, basically. Um, so hey. so. Hanging there. After, <laughs> yes, yes. One more episode, and then Cass will be here. So, yep. Um, I guess with that, uh, I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. And this is Heller Radio. Thank you for listening to Heller Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Heller Radio. Theme music was provided by Kalua. And thank you so much to Josh for being our wonderful editor. Let me cry